careful, be careful what you say, man. Be careful what you say. There's some Indian viewers in the house. I know for a fact. <laughs> Putting on thin ice, bro. <laughs> At this point, the ice is broken, I see. It's, it's, it's <laughs> you are now in the summer. Here we are. Alrighty, let's kick things off. Yes, yes. Hello, hello, and welcome to Season 3, Episode 10 of In The Salmon. Um, it's been a while since I've seen your beautiful face, Nuan. Um, oh. <laughs> it's good to see you, man. It's good to see you. Um, I know, I know. And, uh, you've been it's, on a little uh, uh, hiatus. You've caught, the, you've caught a travel bug. You've been uh, traveling domestically and internationally, <laughs> you know. You know, what is the catching flights, breaking hearts, all, all the above, you know? That's it. <laughs> Tell catch, me a little bit about that, man. What have you been up to? That's a catch flights, not feelings, eh? That's uh, <laughs> unless, it's, unless it's feelings for cricket, you know, that, that never does. But uh, yeah, look, um, yeah, look I've, I've been a little bit away uh, for a couple of weeks. So I was flying off to, I was holidaying around uh, Sri Lanka and uh, visited a little bit of Malaysia as well on the way back. Um, Beautiful. But, uh, but yeah, look, I've had some time away. It was, uh, you know, just visiting family relatives up there it's been over six years since i last visited sri lanka so um it's just good to be up there and, and see all my relatives and have a, a good time with uh with everyone and um it was good it was really good i mean a lot has changed mm-hmm. but a lot has stayed the same in a way so uh, mm-hmm. lo- a lot of familiarity but I had a lovely time um over there that's awesome man that's awesome um mm. you did also get to uh to visit an international test match yeah. a really really special one before we get into that though before we jump uh, into the international space. What about domestically? I saw you uh, traveling uh, interstate recently. What was oh, that about? Mate, I've, I've been everywhere, haven't I? Um, yeah, I, I, I caught a flight to... Well, I didn't really catch a flight. I was The flight was paid for, uh, mind you. Um, I love that. So, yeah, look, I have a very big moment in my media and sports journalism career. I've been awarded the uh, what's called the David Leckie Scholarship um, to work uh, at Channel 7, uh, 7 Network, as a media grad um huge huge yeah huge opportunity um in in, in my career and uh, i must admit i i'm very proud of this achievement um there were over Me two too. <laughs> thank, thank you appreciate it um yeah so channel seven um yeah they, it's, a, it's a program that started last year and basically uh every year they award uh, like a you know a, a job to uh, mm-hmm. an aspiring media graduate um and you get to work there for a year it's like a it's like a classic rotational grad program you go through yes. all the all the different departments and at the end of it you um decide where you want to go so at the interview i told them straight up that i wanted to be a sports producer or a sports commentator and um pretty excited because that's sort of where things are heading so um yeah big moment in my awesome. life and and thank you for your support along the way Hasil. i did I did mention I did mention our podcast a few times um, at the interview. Just just let them know that we have got this thing going on. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, a lot of, a lot of developments in my life of late. So apologies uh, for you know the hiatus with episodes, but we're back. Things are things are looking good. And, exactly. Uh, you know, certainly you... don't apologize, man. This is this is what it's all about, right? Just making sure yes. that we venture out and yeah. and do things that we're passionate about. And yeah, I'm, I'm so happy that you've gotten this opportunity, man. Thank I'm you. super proud of you. Oh, so thank well you. Done. Thank you so much. And you know, look, I had a good, I met some really interesting people up there. Before we get stuck into it, I met um, Matt Shervington, who is uh, mm-hmm. you know the main sports presenter for for Channel Seven, does the AFL and cricket. 
Um, also mm-hmm. met Craig, Craig McPherson, who is the CEO director of the Sydney uh, studio as well. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, it was awesome. It was, a, it was a different interview, chatting cricket and, and a bit of footy as well. Um, <laughs> it been real easy for you, I imagine. Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's all we've been doing for the last yeah, three seasons. Literally, so. <laughs> right? And now it's sort of like, you know, uh, sort of worked its way into a bit of a proper career. So that's where things yeah. are heading, Hasid. Um I'll be based in Melbourne though for, for the first year and then we'll see where things go from there. But you know, you might see me on TV. Might see both of us on TV. Um, you never know. <laughs> Holy moly, wouldn't that be the day? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. yeah, super pumps, new one. Um, well done. And uh, yeah. for all the listeners out there, keep an eye out. Mm. You might be seeing new one's face uh, <laughs> buzz around on the media soon enough, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Oh, see, um, see. But uh, let's, let's get stuck into... Um, yeah. Back to your Sri Lankan trip, Yes, new one. yes, yes. Um, absolutely. You were uh, very fortunate enough to be able to watch a very... A, a very special test match yeah um tell me a bit about that what was what were your takeaways we well, can get stuck into it actually. yeah 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 so if anyone uh, who follows us um you will know that i made a post um about the inaugural sri lanka versus ireland test series uh first time in international cricket history that we're seeing ireland and sri lanka battle out in a two test series it's, it was also ireland's first two test series against any country as well so big moments for them in in, in cricket now Unfortunately, the Irish didn't have much success in Sri Lanka, which, which uh, you know, it's it's pretty standard, I guess. Sri Lanka's not. They always... were playing at gold, by the way, so they, they certainly got dumped into the deep end. <laughs> deep end straight away. I was I was there, so yeah. I watched I watched day one of the first test, and uh, and it was free entry, so you didn't have to get any tickets. Just just walk straight in, and you can watch the game. I really enjoyed Amazing. it. Good experience. Very hot though. It got a bit too hot at times, but um, mm. but the poor Irish were literally made to swelter in the Sri Lankan heat and I was just standing there in the stands and I was sweating like I was sweating buckets um, and I could not imagine what these poor Irishmen were going through and this would probably be um, the first time you're not sweating because of how Lanka's performing as well this is strictly no, because of the weather right? the weather yeah I mean yeah and, and you know look uh, Ireland you know Ireland put up a bit of a fight I think in the second test um, they had a first inning score of 492 which is, which is quite a commendable effort um, against a very strong Sri Lanka team um, mm-hmm. But the experience of watching cricket in Gaul, Hasid, let me tell you, it's mm. but chuck on your bucket list. It's 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 a different it's a different thing altogether, you know. Um, yeah, I was on the sort of lower stands, uh, you know, watching the game. Um, it's a very chill kind of ground. I also met the very famous Percy Abesakra, um, yes, Sri Lanka's Sri Lanka's oldest, uh, you know, oldest living uh, cricket cheerleader. I reckon he's more famous than the current players himself. There were people surrounding him. Um, yeah. uh, in, in in Gaul, just wanting his autograph, wanting a photo. But um, yeah, he's yeah. a cult hero, man. He's he's been like going to games since like before my dad was born. I'm pretty sure. Oh like, yeah, he's been oh, going yeah, yeah. to games like. Let me let, game. let me tell you something about Percy. He's actually he uh, he has actually watched Bradman play live when he was like seven or eight years old. Um, you know, coming down to Sri Lanka and things like that. So so uh, he's a very special man in in, in Sri Lankan cricket circles, but. Mate, had a good day. You won't find a bigger fan than him. Uncle oh, Percy, mate. we call him. Uncle Percy. The whole country calls him Uncle Percy. Uncle Percy, yeah. No, I had a good day out, yeah. mate. Um, yeah, you know, just munching on that Elephant House, elephant house ice cream. <laughs> sipping which a one? cup. Did you have the fruit and nut? Or I had the one. I had the, the one. Goes off. I had the one with like, it's like chocolate outside and then it's like chocolate okay. ice cream inside. There's like a chocolate biscuit also inside. So it's like, it's like a triple chocolate, like it just knocks your, knocks your brain out type yeah, of, type yeah, of yeah. stuff. Um, <laughs> You know, funnily enough, there wasn't much papri bands uh, in the goal ground. It's a very different vibe over there. But uh, oh, really? But yeah, if, to anyone listening or watching this podcast on YouTube, watch 
come to Sri Lanka one day, go for a holiday, go to Gaul, watch a game. It is a surreal experience. And you've got the big old Dutch fort behind you and you can just like kick back there. Uh, Pretty good views up there as well. But yeah, that was my little uh, Sri Lankan holiday. Definitely a highlight. Um, Mm -hmm. I I felt very lucky and fortunate to witness such a historic game. Definitely. Yeah. It's always nice to see Lanka get uh, get on top as well. Yeah. Um, it's pretty rare to find that happen down under, so you'd have to actually literally travel internationally. Yeah, literally. See that happen more literally. literally. Um, but uh, yeah, I think um, Lanka performed quite well. We expected them to. Yeah. Um, you know, the first test uh, was absolutely, um, I think it was Lanka's biggest win in history, winning by an innings in 280. Yeah. Um, so yeah. that was really, really good. Yeah. Um, you know, one takeaway actually was in the test, second test match. Mm. Um, for those of you that don't know, Lanka, there was actually a closer game. Lanka scored 704 for three. Yeah. <laughs> <the first> innings, <laughs> ridiculous. 205, Nishan Madushka yeah. on debut. Yeah. Um, Dimuth just doing standard Dimuth things at this point, 115. Yeah. Kusam yeah. Mendes, 245 yeah. of 291, operating at a strike rate of 84. Mm. And he actually hit 11 sixes. Which is, um, I think the most sixes in a test match was 12. Yeah. So he scored 11. Yeah. Um, that was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then we also got Matthews scoring 100. So our top yeah. four players actually all turned up, which is really good to see. Yeah. Um, and that was actually a really good game. That was like a good quality test match because we yeah. weren't sure exactly what was going to happen on day five. Mm. Um, you know, Ireland had really just uh, stuck their heels into the dirt. Yeah. And trying to get this draw, trying to salvage a draw, but it just was not meant to be. No. Nah. Um, <laughs> But what what are your thoughts on I guess sort of Ireland and their first Test match in Lanka? Um, yeah. Were you happy with how they performed? Certainly the second Test match scoring four hundred. Yeah. Was it eighty or ninety? Or that's that's very commendable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But what are your what are your thoughts on uh, um, I guess sort of the unit as a whole? I think I think we have to forgive Ireland a little bit. Okay, they've only played five Test matches in five years. <laughs> okay, so yeah. they don't. No, definitely. You know, I think they knew themselves the moment they were that 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 they were told that this tour was happening. They knew a lot of the odds were stacked against them, right? Um, yeah. You know, they came to Sri Lanka at the hottest time of the year. There's currently a big, <laughs> there's currently a no, there's currently like a big heat wave going through all of there Southeast is, yes. uh, Southeast Asia. So these guys are up against it. Um, they bowled well in patches. I, mm. I, I I thought when I was watching them bowl um, that a couple of that a couple of guys take a few wickets. Um, you know, but again, their bowling was never really. It's not really test level, okay? Like it's it sounds harsh, but it, it really isn't. Um, mm. You know, uh, I think Percy was Uncle Percy was saying that he didn't know if it was a fast bowler or a spinner <laughs> because it seemed like the pace that they were bowling at was like pretty much the same. It was a very one-dimensional bowling attack, uh, bowling attack from Ireland, and uh-huh. and uh, you know, it, it just allowed Sri Lanka to get those like easy runs. Um, but you know, this is all part of the this is all part of the journey for Ireland, right? They're gonna That's they're correct. gonna they're gonna get smashed around like this for a while, and then eventually they'll you know they might beat Bangladesh or Zimbabwe in a Test match, and then finally get that that momentum going. I mean, I think that they defeated England in a Test match, didn't they? They in their inaugural. Ireland do some weird things yeah. when it comes to England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like... But then again, when you know when they're playing England in England um, you know the conditions are very similar to like Dublin or like Belfast and stuff like that so so you know their bowlers are much they've got some good really good swing bowlers but but against mm. Sri Lanka in Sri Lanka on a, on a turning deck that becomes flat over time it's super tough and you know these guys barely play test cricket so th- this was really more just like a chance for them to experience like something you know what I mean um, yeah. 
I think the bowls that sort of that half stood out for me was Curtis Camphor of Ireland, um, yes. a, a good medium fast bowler, bowled well in a couple of you know a couple of patches at times. Um, I, I felt really bad for Mark Adair. I think he bowled well without luck. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a, he he actually he actually troubled. Uh, I remember he was troubling Dimuth a bit. Dimuth was struggling oh, okay. at the start. Yeah, just a lot of play and misses. Um, you know, it was getting the ball to nibble a bit. So, like, there's, there is some talent there. There is some skill no, there, yeah. right? Um, so, I'm, you know, I'm commending Ireland here. I think they bowl, they bowl well in patches, but their bowling just, I mean, their batting just absolutely let them down. And, you know, I saw the way Prabhat Jasuri was bowling and I was like, yeah, this, is, this, this game is going to be over very quickly. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know? Prabhat Jasuri is actually setting some records, actually. I think he's... Um, yeah. I think he's like the fastest. Oh, I don't have the stat off the top of my head, but he's third the fastest. fastest. Like, I think it's third fastest. I mean, I think it's third fastest. Fifty wickets or something. Yeah, yeah. He's done it. Yeah. He's he literally like debuted like last year, and he's now got like 50, 50 test wickets. That's that's wild. That's insane. Man. I mean, look, granted, them, granted, the bulk of them have come in Sri Lanka at one ground, but you know, what can you what can you do? Though? <laughs> what can, you know what can what I mean? you do? I know, I know, I know, yeah. I, know I know. But um, um, no, very very commendable. I think it. I think also like. Anyone to come down to Lanka and play in Gaul specifically, yeah. it is such a massive ask. Yes. Um, you know, especially when you, you're not known for having any kind of world-class spinners in Ireland. No. You know, you need to have someone. Yeah. Um, and it's obviously like batting on the pitches that we have yeah. would be 100% so foreign to those guys. Yeah. So um, I actually am quietly impressed with, uh, with Ireland, especially in the second test match. Yeah. They actually gave us a good run for our money. They did. They did. Um, yeah. Uh, it was a matter of time. I think we lost a few days due to rain and things like that as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, a bit of time, but um, yeah, definitely very, very good. Another bowler actually that's um, that I'm super imp- impressed with is Joshua Little. Yes, he's actually playing the IPL and doing quite well. Yeah. Um, I actually yeah. want to talk to you about. Um, oh, we'll, we'll keep it in the Test arena, but in the <laughs> IPL, yeah. we are talking about a player who's performed. Um, I guess sort of like mildly consistently is yeah. now being considered by India yeah. to play in the World Test Championship. I'm talking about none other than Mr. Ajinkya Rahane, yes. um, yeah. who is an absolute don. He's been around the game for many a year. Yeah. Um, he actually had a really good knock recently yeah. where he scored a 29-ball 71, right? When That's Chennai wild. posted 235 for four yeah. against Kolkata. Yeah. Um, and after that, actually, what happened was, um, I think, um, Ravi Shastri was saying that he would like to see Ajinkya Rahane for the World Test Championship. Yeah. Um, but he hasn't played a test match since 2021. Yeah, um, wow. But he's shown, apparently he's shown pretty good, uh, form in the domestic circuit. Yeah. What are your thoughts on, um, Ajinkya being put into the test side just like, because they're not going to play too many tests before the, the championship, right? What do you, what no, are you that, that's just getting dumped the, in. India's well, India's next test match is the World Test Championship final, and um, they've shafted Ajinkya Rahane into into the the team. Um, interesting selection. Um, look, I honestly feel like there are controversial opinions as always, but um, look, I think there are better. I think there are better contenders than Ajinkya Rahane right now, but. India are one of those teams that they always just pick guys based off form. They don't look at the age too much. They don't look at his record. They're like, is he hot right now? Yes, get him in there. Um, but at the same time, Ajinkya Rahane has experience playing against Australia. You know, he's, yeah. he's, he's played some really important knocks where it's mattered. And he's been captain a few times. Um, and he's always delivered. You know, he's a very calm... He's captain well. Yeah. He's a pretty calm, level-headed bloke. I remember when he scored that ton in Melbourne. 
um, yep. in that t- t- tour. Like his celebration, it was a very muted celebration. It's like, it was very like, you know, like, okay, we've got a job to do. Um, yeah. And I feel like in a World Test Championship final, that sort of mental strength and that attitude is going to be really, really important. Because is, yeah. here's a fun fact for you, Hasid. Here's a fun fact for mm. you. <laughs> Hit me. Um, so I know India is going to come into this World Ch- Test Championship final quite hard because despite them being one of the like top test teams and the top teams in the world for the past so many years, they've not won a global title. They've not won a global men's cricket title since 2013. Okay. So it's been more than 10 years since they've had some actual silverware, right? Mm. So this is this World's Test Championship final is like their opportunity to finally have something after, yep. you know, and uh, it, it's funny how that is because, you know, they have the money, the resources, they flaunt their wealth, they flaunt their players, and yet they have no... Their, their trophy cabinet has been bare for 10 years. Be careful, be careful what you're saying, man. Be careful what you're saying. There's some Indian viewers in the house. I know for a fact. You're putting on thin ice, bro. <laughs> At this point, the ice is broken, I see. It's, it's, it's <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, they definitely don't have a shortage of resources yeah. uh, amongst any... In, in any kind of avenue. So right. it would be interesting. And yeah. you're right. I definitely agree. Hmm. India have this, um, I guess, sort of mentality that um, they definitely prefer to have experienced players as All opposed the time. to too many people that are like fresh or too many young blood yeah. players. Um, we actually saw this previously and we spoke about this extensively yeah. during the, the T20 World Cup where Dinesh Kartik strung together a few good innings in the IPL last year mm. um, and then was pretty much just came out of retirement and came into the World Cup and did absolutely nothing. Yeah. So this is why I'm a little bit scared, especially because uh, Rahane actually got pushed in after, I'm pretty sure after the 71 of 29, that's when everyone started saying, oh, look, this guy's good because it was such a well-educated knock, right? Calculated knock. But the thing is, this is the IPL. Yeah. This is the World Test Championship. Can you... They're different, right? Mm. Because there's no way in hell Rahane is going to score 71 of 29 in the World Test Championship. Um, It just won't happen. The conditions are different. The mentality is different. Yes. Um, I just don't know if Rahane... Because he hasn't played in a couple of years as well. Mm. um, He is going to have a lot of, I guess, sort of pressure on him to perform. Yeah. uh, Because as you said, it's been a decade since Sri Lanka... uh, Not Sri Lanka, sorry, India... Mm. It's been more than a decade for Lanka, <laughs> but it's been Lanka. it's been a decade since uh, India have gotten any kind of silverware. Yeah. Um, and you're right. I don't know if I agree with it entirely, but yeah. in saying that, when it comes to these big, big games, it is super important to have really mature, level-headed individuals. Yeah. And if that's what they're going to go off, then um, yeah, look, he's he's done it before. Yeah. And when he, I think he captained last time when Kohli was away, mm. and that was he did a bloody good job. It has to be said. So I think they're basing it off that. Um, but obviously, they're going to be playing in England for the final. Mm. So the conditions aren't going to be the same as in Australia. But yeah. interesting choice for sure. Do you, Who got, do you think you go on, sorry. you'd rather have instead? Well, I was um, going I, I to say, I was going to say, uh, Surikamaya. I mean, no, my, my, I had a, I had a, no, no, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. My, my question, I had a question to ask you, which was, do you feel like they shafted in Rahane because Sky has just like fallen off a cliff in terms of his form? and stuff like that and they'll try and look for that kind of person to to come in and and and, and do something um was was sky even like a real real contender for the world test championship do you feel i think it's it's a, it's a good that's a really good question I that, that's a, that's a really I picked him. that's a really good question i feel like 
I think a lot of these short form players they can become test players if they if they want to, and obviously the if classic, they want to, yeah, of course. The classic example is that is is uh, David Warner, you know, right? He was he was a T Twenty specialist who wanted to be a good test player. I think Martin Guptill was a similar name that I I think of. He was a short form batter that transitioned to to test, and yep. you know, Sky. I don't see why he can't be a white ball, uh, red ball player either. It's just you know he's just going through something else right now. Um, instead of Rahan, <laughs> instead of instead of Rahan, he's doing he's doing his own thing. Yeah, I mean, look, play, he's got his you, head in the clouds, young sky. Yeah, well, <laughs> sky literally. Um, mm-hmm. head in the sky. Um, so anyway, um, enough of those uh, sky related puns. But um, but look, um, in, instead of Rahane, uh, ooh, that's a good question. Um, I feel like. I was thinking Kale Rahul, but I don't know. He's he's just yeah. He's just he's just not he's just not it right now. He's just not it. Just of all not. the players, you you're, of all the players that India have, you brought up Sky and you brought up I Kale it's like, Rahul. Nuan, what are you the thinking? The two boys that are like like yeah. the least amount informed. Like, what are you doing, Nuan? Like, where are you getting yeah. these suggestions from? Um, oh, I haven't I haven't honestly been keeping tabs on the IPL, so you might have better yeah. suggestions than I do. Um, no, but the thing is, like, should we be basing our decision on the IPL as well? Because as as we just said, it's a completely different format. Nah, so nah. that's what I'm saying. Like, you could do you could be doing well in the IPL. Yeah, doesn't mean that you're going to do well in the World Test Championship in England. Yeah, it's completely different. It's another. You know I mean? Yeah, it's a different kind of cricket altogether. But at the same time, the Hazid, uh, mm. England select a lot of their red ball players based off white ball form as well. So, you know. Well, that I think that's due to Brendan McCullum and his sort of attitude, right? He, so, which is which is different to India, though. This is what I'm saying. Okay, okay, go I on. I feel like English, the English brand of cricket is way more high intensity, like really volatile, explosive. Yeah. Whereas India are really happy cruising, picking like really experienced players, and then sort of just like accumulating and playing, going the safer route. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I feel like the safer route is only safe with regards to years of experience. Yeah. Age. And I guess sort of like mental prowess as opposed to like raw talent and form, yeah. which is what England go for. Yeah. Um, and England have already said that they don't want to play games where they come out in draws. Even if they lose, they're happy to risk it all, which is really, really good for the sport. Yeah. But it's also, um, it's also, it's also very un-English like, um, you know, <laughs> from well, what, yeah. what I remember of England. I mean, we had all these really defensive captains like Alistair Cook and Andrew Strauss who just... Didn't you know, the word win was not even in their vocabulary when when it was going against <laughs> draw them. first, win later. Yeah, yeah that's, literally. That's <laughs> um, man, you asked a good question. Who would I have instead of Rahane if if it's not Rahane? Um, because he he you would expect him batting the top five, right? Yeah, so you're yeah, talking yeah. About a top five batsman. Yeah. Well, I think I mean Rishabh Pant is has has he been named in the in the squad for the? He's well, he's he's been injured for a while. You know about that yeah. car crash that he had. Yeah, right? so I don't yeah, think yeah. He's, training no. at all let alone um i don't think he'll be in contention at all here no. you need like a greedy kind of player i mean you do be, you need like yeah. a someone that can do that can strike at a good rate yeah but he's also quite defendable like can yeah. defend as well right you need like a, a tough one you need like a cheddar pujara light version if that makes sense <laughs> <laughs> Cheddar pujara times two <laughs> like a light version it's like you know Samsung Galaxy yeah. X, S21 and then like okay, S21 yeah. Ultra. <laughs> you need a version like that for, in terms of batting. Um, oh, I'll have to look through the Ranji Trophy stats or like see what's going on with the IPL. Um, yeah. There was a guy, I think his name was Rinku Singh. There was a guy in the IPL who literally just lit up the game. Yeah. Um, but, he, he's actually very good, but he comes, that's the thing. Mm. 
it's so hard to place these guys because there's a guy called Shivam Dube who's actually like a weapon as well. Yeah. He's a big monster of a bloke and yeah. he's smashing the biggest sixes that I've seen. Yeah. But these are like uncapped players in the IPL. Okay. You can't just drag them into the no. World Test Championship no, and expect no, no, them no, to no, perform. No. You know, that's the thing. So, test. Yeah. Like, I guess I understand where Shashri is coming from because it's too risky yeah. and it's very un-Indian-like yeah. to go with this fully risky route yeah. for a batsman in the top five. No, oh, look. Um, it, 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 yeah, look. In, India's gonna India's gonna bank on experience for the World Test Championship final. They're not gonna play any experiment. They're not gonna do any experiments. You know, yeah. don't don't be surprised if the average if we if we averaged out the age of the <laughs> India's like India's 32. yeah, it'll be like literally averaging like the average age will be like thirty one, thirty two. Like they'll be <laughs> the youngest the youngest person in that team is gonna be like twenty eight like or something. Like Gill or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it'll, or it'll yeah. Gill, and that will be the only one. It'll be, there'll be like a qualification of like a minimum of like 50 or 40 test matches, you know, to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be Gil and the next person up will be like seven years older than him. Yeah. <laughs> India's, gonna, India's always going to play it safe. I think they've been playing it safe for a while when it comes to test cricket. But, but look, mm. I, I am excited for this World Test Championship final. It's going to be some real high-intensity cricket. Um, yeah. The Australians are looking good too. You know, they, you know, the likes of Cameron Green, uh, Cameron Green coming up, uh, Todd Murphy. Um, really excited to see Your it. mate, Todd Murphy. Love that kid. I love that kid, yeah. man. He's good. I mean, he's young. So, like, I don't mind if he gets smashed around a bit, you know? Yeah. Every, every young spinner needs, like, a day where they get absolutely obliterated. <laughs> yeah. It's like just, just like we go back in the day from our, from our dad. Exactly right. right. <laughs> Cricket-wise, just get whacked, you know? Even the great Shane Warne conceded, like, 150 runs in his debut test. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's shaping up to be a good final, a really good final. Mm. Um, yeah, that would be an interesting one. Um, I do want to touch on something as well. Yeah. We are, I think we're running out of time, actually. I think we've got a bit of time. Yeah. Um, listen, we're, we're talking about Rahane and the IPL. Yes. Now, as you know, Nuan, yeah. I love my white ball cricket and I love my IPL. I've been watching the IPL, been keeping tabs. Yeah. This year's IPL has been absolutely spectacular. Yeah. It's been knock your socks off kind of season, yeah. actually. Mm. Let me give you a stat for you, okay? So I don't know if you've been watching, but recently there have been some absolute monster totals being scored in the IPL, yeah. right? Yeah, right. Now, get this. Um, now, in this season, right? So there's 42 games in a season. Mm. In 20 out of the 42... Uh, sorry, there's forty two. There's been 42 games played thus far. Oh, wow, that's a lot. Um, that's a lot of matches. Yeah. But um, 20 out of the 42, there have been 200 plus scores... Um, on in like yeah. by by special by a team, yeah, right? yeah, 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 yeah. And we're hovering around like the halfway mark of the season, yeah. And we've already breached like the maximum. Like, how, how do I word, how do I phrase this? So the number of times that two hundred has been scored mm. in an IPL season, mm. we've already matched this season, and we're only halfway through the season. Does right. that make sense? Yes. So what so what you're saying <laughs> is so the maximum number of team totals above two hundred. Uh, in a season We've, in the IPL, we, that record yeah. has been broken and we're only halfway through the season. Is that what you're saying? There you go. That's exactly right. Yeah. That's wild. Now, that's, mm, that, I, I'm not sure what, what's causing that. that. I mean, that's the thing. Like, literally, you, you watch a game and mm. every second day, a team will hit 200. And, mm. like, some of these scores, scores aren't even, like, just just grazing over 200. It'll be, like, 220, 230. Yeah. Ridiculous, ridiculous scores. As I yeah. said, um, Rahane hit 71 of 29. Yeah. Um, you know, like that's just, that, that's one of many. Faf yeah. Duplessis is in absolutely sublime form. Yeah. Um, this man is on an absolute rampage, but I have a question for you because like, I don't know why, okay. how this has come about. Yeah. Because I'm yeah, watching yeah. these games, right? And yeah. the bowling is 
pretty standard. We're yes. not seeing too much vari- variation in the yeah, bowling. Yeah. The batting has been exceptional. Mm. Um, the field placement hasn't been ideal, which is, I think, one main reason why we're getting these 200-plus scores. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But is there something that you can think of as to why this would happen? Because like, if you, if you extrapolate the data that we have now, mm. right? Yeah. We're looking at doubling the amount of 200-plus scores in, an, in any IPL season. And the and IPL started in 2008. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we've got yeah. a lot of data there. Yeah. What do you think that is? Or why I, do you think, think that is rather? Um, I actually had a chat about this, funnily enough, at my channel server interview. Um, so uh-huh. I, was, I was speaking to Craig McPherson, who was the director of um, news and you know sport over there. And I, and he, he reckons that the reason for all this high-intensity scoring is a, a different approach to batting. Um, he, okay. he said when he watches cricket now, it's almost like they're holding the cricket bat like a baseball bat. Right, the, that's the, true. The way they hold the bat is so different now, and 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 you know the the face is way more open, right? And um, yep. and then what that does is you know it, it because the face is so open, um, you're literally looking to elevate the ball. You're not looking to hit the ball on the ground, and that changes your dynamic altogether. Um, yeah. You know, I was watching a couple of videos of the on Instagram of like Rajasthan Royals um, performing, and like you know the way these guys hold the bat, it's very not cricket like. If I, if I can be brutally honest. So I think that's one thing. Um, and that's not really a bad thing. That's not like against the rules or anything like that. It's just obviously a different way of approaching this game. Um, mm-hmm. I do think there's something a bit sus with these Indian cricket pitches though. Like how can they be... I don't know. It's a, it's a, look, I mean, I'm not saying they're terrible pitches. Go on, go on, no one. I'm intrigued. Something well, sus, you reckon? Well, I mean, are these pitches like absolute roads? Are they like absolutely flat? Like what, you know, what what's going on, you know? Um, are, yeah, are these pitches like, I mean, if you're playing 42 matches, like some of these pitches are probably worn down. You know, they're probably not being... Well, Should be, you'd imagine. They're probably not being look, looked after as well as they could. I don't know. Um, I mean, it is the IPL. It's a multi, multi-million dollar tournament. That's the thing. And it is in India. They've got the resources with the manpower to do it. And the other thing is the spinners are getting good value as well. Okay. So, I don't know. So, okay, here's another, here's something, here's another stat you can find maybe for the next episode. Out of the mm. bowlers, um, maybe maybe we can see whether it's pace or spin that's having more success in the IPL. Um, mm. You know, that, that's, that's another thing. But, yeah, 200-plus scores that regularly when you're halfway <laughs> through the season that that's a little bit like i mean it's it's good value it's good entertainment don't get me wrong you know we, we all we all love seeing a high scoring game but you also have to look at like this frequency like you know the poor bowlers yeah i mean are the bowlers just not bowling well you know as a lot of half volleys full tosses yeah you know are people you know bowling what? are people bowling in the slot too much you know what's what's going on is it too defensive um a couple of know? days ago no one there was a game i think it was um I can't, I can't remember who it was. It was Mumbai Indians versus... It might have been Rajasthan. Okay. Jason Holder bowling the last over again. Yeah, yeah. And um, Tim David, he was on like 40 off like... He ended up on like 40 off like 16 or 17 or something like that. Yeah. Really, really good knock. Mm. But the last over, Jason Holder gave him three full tosses. So, three full tosses. There you go. Six, six, six. And you know what? You're right. There has been some really bad spells of bowling, yep. which just... Make you makes you like scratch your head like yeah. why like how is this happening because like I don't know for me bowling three full tosses is just as bad as bowling three front foot no balls yeah yep. like it's the same thing yeah. and if your entire job is to bowl right yeah. Jason Holder will be spending way more time with the ball in yeah. hand than with mm. the bat in hand mm. Mm. I don't understand what why why things like that happen yeah. and 
you're right, it does happen here and there. Yeah. Definitely more frequently than it should. I think, um, yeah. I think from what from the little bits and pieces I've seen of the IPL, I, I feel like it's a combination of really mediocre bowling, but mm-hmm. also batsmen really like the the margin for error in the IPL is minimal. The moment <laughs> the moment you bowl like anything off off the off the right length, the moment it's a little bit too full, these yeah. Indian domestic batsmen latch onto it, right? And I think that's, that's what right. it is, right? See, in, in the big bash, right? You bowl three full tosses. Two of them might go for a boundary, but one of them will be yeah. like a two. You know what I mean? So there's that. Exactly. But, but in the IPL, I have noticed that the moment it's like down leg, the moment it's a little bit outside off, these guys pounce on it. So like there is a way that they're learning to bat. And, and I think that's key. Like, for example, there was that game a couple of weeks ago, as I mentioned, Rinku Singh literally yep. hit like 37 or something off, the, off, off like the last over to win the game. Oh, no, he scored. He, they needed 29 to win. Okay. And he... He got it done, man. And yeah. he has a small frame as well. He has like a this, like imagine like Rishabh Pant on a three day water fast. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, that's the build. Like <laughs> probably more than three days if it's Rishabh Pant. <laughs> but I'm just saying, <laughs> like just strip Rishabh Pant of all the water weight, and you've got Rinku Singh. Yeah. Um, he's a small guy, but he came in and he was so pumped. That was such a great knock. Yeah. Um, such a great knock. But you're right. The margin of error. That's it's what so I feel it is. the IPL because everyone and yeah, I've noticed it too. Because like, even even me when I'm like having a think of like how I can hit the ball harder in mm. outdoor, I have a look at how these guys hold the bat. Traditionally, you like tuck it in between like your your yep. you know your back leg, but now stance is open, legs are spread apart, yes. shoulders are open, yes, bat face is open, and you're literally hovering the bat, yeah, like batter up, batter up, come ball yeah, at me, yeah, and it's going, yeah, and then what that does is when you're batting with that with your with your shoulders open. It's really easy to lap the ball around as well. Oh yeah, so absolutely. either you get it on a good length and you can take the half volley. Yeah. Or if it's more full, you can sort of just like bend down and just like lap it around the corner. Yeah. And these these Indian batsmen and anyone that comes into the IPL, they play such a fearless uh, brand of cricket yeah. with the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, and that that's what we see like plays like Surukumar Yadav, right? Yeah. Um, you know he he's found some form as of late. And the thing the the one thing that I've noticed about him is like he failed for a long time. Yeah. You know, and yeah. we were talking about this for a while, mm. but it, it never seemed like he'd let that get to him mentally. Yeah. Right. Mm. We're seeing him hit fifties or thirties now. He's had done it a couple of times in the last three games, I believe, mm. but I not once saw him ever slow down. Like when yeah. he fell the seven, eight knocks in a row. Yeah. He didn't, he wasn't like, oh, I'm in bad form. I'm just going to like, you know, try to nudge the ball around, which mm. I thought he might've probably should have done. Yeah. He still kept like backing himself, and he still still kept going and going and going. And mm. this is probably the mentality that is bred within the IPL mm. with his mentors and stuff. They probably see him in the nets, absolutely smashing the ball, mm. and they're just like, "Mate, just go out there and just just keep doing what you're doing." Yeah, I think I think yeah. here's my here's my theory because I mean I, mm. I, I'll be honest, um, you know I I know I call myself a cricket fan, but I I do not follow the IPL closely anymore. I feel really bad about this. Um, I, I used to be a massive IPL fan when it first came out. I was a massive Kings Eleven Punjab fan. But anyway, that's like more than 15, <laughs> 15, 14 years ago. But look, I think what's happened with the IPL is that I, I, I did watch the auction, IPL auction. And I think that... You I, watch the auction, but you don't watch the games. No. I watch a little bit of... And I'll show you... All business over there, are we? I'll show, I'll show this uncle how to like, you know, how the auction works. Now, what I've noticed, just a trend, is that I think the value of a good bowler is, is not being realized by a lot of these... Um, yeah. A lot of these investors, okay. Um, I think the quality of the bowling in IPL is quite substandard. A lot of like a lot of really good bowlers are not even playing. Like there's no Mitchell Stark, um, there's no Jofra Archer, 
There's no like Archer. Archer. Archer played the last game. Archer's in there. Okay, fine. Sorry, just for Archer. <laughs> but even then, but even then, he's coming off like an injury. But what I'm saying, there's a the, I, I, just from like a, a an outside perspective, there is some sort of lack of quality in the bowling. Uh, from, no, I think I think also I think Stark has opted not to play. Yes, well that's true. Yes, he, yes. Yeah. But like, so it's hard to pick a player that doesn't want to play in a while. That's true. But what I'm saying is the quality <laughs> of the bowling in general in the IPL is not at a high standard from what I am yeah. seeing. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, there used to be, there used to be, um, I remember there were all these really good mystery spinners. I was like the Pierce Chola and all these like guys that came mm. out. But then I think as the IPO progressed, a lot of, a lot of investors realized that having a lot of batting firepower was like the way to go kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Shane Warne, the late great Shane Warne is the only person who, re- who understood the value of good bowling. Um, when his team won that inaugural IPO back in 2008, he didn't have. He literally only had like three good batsmen. That was the most bare bones team out of the entire. Right. IPO. That was a, that was easily the yeah. cheapest team. I think he had Shane Watson, and that was it. Yeah, that was, it was just him and Shane Watson. Shane Watson was like his only like really gun player. The rest were just all these little average players. But but what yeah. but what but what Warren did was realize the value of good bowling. And Rajasthan were always defending like less than 150, 160. And they were getting it done. Um, and that kind of cricket is, to me, very interesting. So I think what's happened is there's a change in tactics, change in thinking. Um, mm-hmm. There's been a less importance placed on bowling and more on like having superstar batters. So it's a bit of a shame. You want to yeah. see a good contest between bat and ball. But all it takes is for like a, a good bowler to come in and him being like the hardest bowler to hit, you know. You want, yeah. you know, they say in T20 cricket, if you're a bowler and you can see less than 30 runs in your four overs, you've done your job, you know. 100%. You don't even need to take a wicket at that point. Nah. If you're able to do that, yeah. that's really, really good. Um, so, and that's the thing. I think it's important to note that even in IPL and in T20s, doing that 30 over and bowling in partnerships, just like you're batting partnerships, mm. if it's not you taking the wickets, most likely the other bloke that's taking the wickets or yeah. he's getting hit, yeah. but, he, but the batsmen are, forced, are being forced to hit that other bowler because yeah. the bowling is so tidy. Yeah, so, literally. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. 100%. Mm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um yeah, I think um, that's a really, really interesting point that you made about, um, I guess, sort of the bowlers not being taken, uh, I like, guess, sort of... They're not valued as highly. They're not, they're not being valued yeah. as much as the batters. Like, you see how much the bids go up for a, for a, for a batsman, <laughs> you know, or even an all-rounder, right? You know, we saw Cam be, Green pick up yeah, three point one. Yeah, be, before and before before people come at me and be like, "Oh yeah, but what about Cam Green? What about Wani Hasaranga? I'm like, yeah, they stay. Those two can still bat. They're still like they're still pinch hitters. They're all rounders. They're not pure bowlers. So oh yeah, Cameron Green's a genuine all rounder, and Asanga, yeah, yeah, it gets it done here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's I think it's just a change in mindset, change in tactics, and change in the value of a good bowler. That's my summary. Yeah, that's yeah. my summary. That that's my explanation for these <laughs> frequent two hundred plus totals in the IPL yeah, yeah. as of late. Yeah, I think it'll be super interesting to see how the rest of the season plays out and yeah. how many two hundred plus totals will come about. Yeah, because um, I remember like, I remember like in the last couple of years you'd see sometimes see totals of like one hundred twenty, one hundred thirty, mm. and that, and like one hundred sixty would be par, but now yeah. it's like one hundred eighty five, one hundred ninety oh, yeah. par. Yeah, and it's it's just getting that way of just like obviously like IPL is a is an entertainment sport as it, as every sport is, but you know specifically going for boundaries and things like that. Yeah. So there might be something to do with the pitch being, I guess, sort of nurtured in a particular way to harbor big scores. But yeah, let's have a look and see. Um, as I said, we're halfway through this season, so super excited to see how the rest of the season pans out. Mm-hmm. Um, not just the IPL season, 
I think next episode one is going to be our last episode for the season. Oh, um, and you'll be taking that one. But don't worry, we should be able to come back relatively soon, I think. We've taken a big enough break. Yeah, we will. Um, and stuck cricket into is going to get only bigger, yeah, bigger. That's right. There's lots coming um, up to all our listeners and viewers. We've got the uh, World Test Championship final. We've got the Men's World Cup, um, 50th World Cup happening in, in September, October. So, yeah, there's never a shortage of high-profile, high high intense and uh, very entertaining tournaments coming up. So lots to look forward to. That's exactly it. Um, with that being said, we might wrap this episode up. So yeah. thanks everyone for listening in. Yes. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Instagram if you can at In mm. The Salmon. Mm. Um, we do have a TikTok page as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's all from me. No one, did you have anything to say before we wrap this one up? No, I'm, I'm glad to be podcasting with you once again. Uh, it's been a little lonely not seeing your face uh, <laughs> on, on, on my computer screen. But uh, well, look, it is what it is. And uh, yeah, keen to get stuck into more episodes uh, next week and the seasons to come. Sounds good. Um, yeah, so we'll catch you all next week for the season finale. No one will be running it. Um, so yeah, we'll see you guys all next week. Sounds good. See Ciao. you guys. Bye-bye.